All right, Josh, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, so this is their second episode of Los Gemelos Hueros, and uh, I'm Pastor Jeremy Serrano. Pastor Joshua. And today we are talking about um, the sacrament of Holy Communion, right? And we we're sure gonna are. We're, we're going to be talking about it because um, there's been quite a, a a controversy lately, at least on clergy Facebook threads and, and all over online, right? People are writing articles about it. Uh, uh, people are talking in person about it. And there seems to be a couple of camps that have set up, right? Mm -hmm. so, sure. So what are those camps? So the one camp is, I would say, um, is, yeah, absolutely. Let's do communion. Uh, they're virtually or online or through uh, Zoom, basically through some sort of medium, like um, online somehow. Online somehow. And then I would say that the second one is, uh, no, we don't, we don't do that. We shouldn't do that. We should hold off. And, and in fact, one of the letters that we got from somebody at the ELCA, and this is funneled down through bishops, they've said um, that we should that we should hold off on doing those things and instead reflect on um, the meaning of Holy Communion, uh, that we should uh, re reflect on how sacred it is or something like that. Um, uh, and, and to like think about the, tr like this was in our tradition that we did not, not all Lutherans communed every week. Um, and, so, and so there was this like orthodox practice of, of like fasting from communion. They talked about that, right? A, a, in the letter, I don't remember if they said that in the letter. I think somebody might. Somebody have, else said that. I think somebody else said that. But, but, but there, there is a tradition of it. Um, and so, you know, that we should look at that tradition and we should mine you know, that tradition that says, oh, we, we didn't do it weekly. Um, so we, right. we, should, it, it, we should go back to that and that's okay. Yeah, and, and, I think, and I think you and I have the same problem. And the same problem is, is that it, it is true in the Middle Ages and, and Christians communed once a year, maybe twice a year. But really in the last, I don't know what, 50 years, 100 years of Lutheranism, 20 years, I mean, but, but in the recent memory of Lutheranism, there's been this real um, push for, to practice the Eucharist weekly. Right, right. right? I, and, and I feel and, like that's, I feel like that's one of the things that we have been taught in seminary, you know, that, that every time, you know, and people going to churches who are uh, maybe like first call, you know, saying like, oh, our, our church does it every three or four weeks or once a month. And the push has been to get churches and congregations, sorry, get congregations to do it weekly, to make somebody's Eucharistic piety uh, a weekly practice. Yeah, and we both agree that that's a good thing. Like, like sure. practicing the Eucharist is a foundational form, part of our Christian faith. Right, know? receiving so, the Eucharist is a is Right, a absolutely. Uh, right. I would, and, I would, and, 
Go and so one, one of the things that initially uh, I, I wasn't liking was for, because there has been a push within Lutheranism to make weekly communion practice part of our, uh, to do it weekly, um, and then to be told, oh, we used to do it, you know, quarterly. Let's, let's remind ourselves of that tradition, or let's, let's go with that tradition. It didn't seem like um, people were doing the hard theological reflection that they should be doing in order to get, uh, in order for us to not do it. I would have rather been told or asked, hey, we haven't thought about the full implications of this. So we would ask you to not do it right now because there, there, are, many, um, there are many implications, may, maybe even unintended consequences that we haven't thought about yet. So please just hold off. I would have felt a lot better about that. I would have, I would have, I feel like respected that a lot more, but, but instead we were given kind of, it felt like this half right, they, logical reflection. Right, yeah, they, they kind of, they were so quick to jump. I mean, it seemed like there was a, a quick jumping of ship of where this Eucharistic piety was going. Right. Right, and, and then there wasn't like that, like it didn't seem like the work had been done in order to, to, do, to do that. And oh. I, you know, and, and we should start, I mean, we're five minutes into this or what are 20 minutes into this, right? Um, we should let people know, you and I disagree on this. Totally. I don't think we should do any kind of virtual online cyber worship. And you think we should, right? Well, you, you don't think we should do communion. Uh, communion, sorry, I said worship. But, but, right. But, but, but what I meant was online Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm and on the other, I'm, I'm on the other end with it. While I, while I felt like the, like the, the, the denomination as a whole was so quick to stop people. I feel like on the other end of it, there was, there was people who, who just immediately said, well, things are always changing. So let's, let's do this. Might as well. You know what I mean? So, so the same lack of theological reflection that, that said to stop, I saw in those who immediately go, ah, well, let's just keep going. It doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying that's you, because I know your, your theology well enough to know that you are thoughtful, have thought it through, understand implications, all that kind of stuff. But, 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 you, but I would say there's actually a third camp. And, well, go ahead. And, and I would say the third camp is a pastoral camp, which is which is if we truly believe that Jesus is within, under, and around, is the body and blood of Jesus given for you, um, that a pastoral concern is people are starving for it and people are going to die. There are members of people's congregations that are going to die from COVID-19. And so as a pastor, to give them Jesus in a tangible way the, in, is, a pastoral, is, is, a, is a pastoral necessity. Uh, right, right. And, 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 I, and I would say that the same pastoral concern you have of giving it 
I would say I would I would rather not give it than give it wrongly. So 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 we got to talk about communion, right? Like like let's talk about what we agree on with communion with the Eucharist. Okay. Okay. So so what is the Eucharist? Talk about that because I know we agree about it. Uh, well, you have to have the elements for for it, right? Um, it is bread and wine. Mm -hmm. uh, so and then, with that, you have to have uh, the word. Uh, and so we, we use the words of institution. That was kind of probably Luther in the, um, in the formula of Concord was like, you got to have, you know, the words of institution, right? Um, you have to have uh, a gathered assembly because Luther was uh, uh, against private masses, mm -hmm. uh, priests doing it just alone. Um, you have to have, so you have the word, you have the elements. Uh, the gathered assembly. Gathered assembly. And then there, uh, there has to be the distribution, right? Because you can't just you can't just have the elements do the words, gather the assembly, and then show it to people. Right, so, that was one so, of the things that we couldn't do, right? Because uh, yeah, so, so, Luther was against people um, using the sacrament away outside of the normal use of, of Holy Communion. So it wasn't meant to just be venerated or right. processed. It wasn't just meant to be, uh, or some of the things that, that had developed at that time it was meant to be received. Right, the, the ocular reception of communion, they were saying uh, in the Middle Ages was enough, that all you had to do was just, was just look on, on the, the, the raised host and it's as if you were receiving it, just, you know, because you were receiving it through your eyes, right? But, for, true, but, yeah. but, but that's not what Luther is about. You, you had to actually take it in. Right. Right, um, so there had to be a distribution and, and, and slash a reception. Right. Is there anything we're missing? I don't think so. I mean, there's there is the the sense of who is also uh, as part of our calls as pastor um, is making sure that the word is preached rightly and the sacraments are distributed or or. Uh, the word and the sacrament are, are done correctly. Right. 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 So, so there's a sense of good order of the church. Oh, right. Right. Good order. Right. And so it matters who does communion. And I would say it matters that, um, because the confession say somebody who makes sure who has been called by the church to make sure that it's done correctly. Yeah, yeah. That's together. that's yeah. what I would say. I would I wouldn't say it matter. Uh, I this is and this is me saying. You know, I don't know that it. It just it matters that it's done correctly, and right. that there's somebody right. overseeing that. And, and I think I think our, our solidly orthodox Lutheran friends who who would 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 really dislike that you that like I was given permission to preside over communion before I was ordained. Right. You, you know, and yeah, you're right. I mean, but that, that, that happens, they would just go, oh, that's, you know, that's terrible. That's, you know, um, but, but I'm okay with that, you know, and I'm okay with 
having people in my in my sanctuary in, in doing that who've been given permission to um, mm-hmm. right all right, all right. So, so so there has to be there are these certain things that have to happen right and then, and then and then another thing that we agree on I think is is what is communion right like like that this is the body and blood of Jesus. You know, Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood. We don't, we don't, we don't kind of try to play any kind of gymnastics with the language there. This isn't just a memorial meal. It's not just a remembrance. It's not just redoing it. But when we take in the bread and wine, we are receiving Jesus himself. And, right, and which the is- one thing which is forgiveness of sins, unity with God. Um, right. Right. Yeah, forgiveness, unity. Um, and I think for me that that is the most important part of communion is that, that God is making God's self one with us as the food enters in our stomach and becomes one with our body. God is becoming one with us in this, in this meal, um, which I just right, think is such a tangible word. Right. right. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. Right. And, 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 you know, you keep saying the tangible word, you know, the thing we touch and we got to re- remember, I mean, I wrote a whole paper on this in seminary that the, that the, the Eucharistic meal is, uh, is a, a continuation of the preached word, right? It's a physical embodiment of the preached word. Um, and so it stems from that. Um, and so I think that's important to note too. And so, 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 the, so I think it matters because we, in, 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 it matters how churches do it because of how important it is. Right. I mean, yeah, this absolutely. is like really, really important stuff. And so it matters how we do it because how we do it, um, uh, says something about what it actually is right 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 and so so you and i both read this great article uh, as before we were talking about this um what is it luther and the principle outside of the use there is no sacrament by edward f peters which is a I great think- article i commend that to anybody because you know and and so there's this principle in lutheran theology at least according to peters that that Outside of the use, the sacrament isn't the sacrament. Right, um, and that comes actually from the formula of Concord, the solid decoration, Article 7, and, and it's line like 85 and 86. Is it? I'm, I, I, it's funny, I have, that, I have that up right here. Um, I can read it uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, because there is no 85 and 86 line. It, there is. Uh, it's Article 7 of the Solid Declaration of the Formula of Concord. Oh, I'm just on the Formula of Concord, not the Solid right. Declaration. So in, it, it says this, in order to preserve the true Christian teaching on the Holy Supper and to avoid and eliminate many kinds of idolatrous abuses and perversions of this testament, this useful rule and guide is taken from the words of institution. Nothing has the character of a sacrament apart from the use instituted by Christ or the divinely instituted action. 
That is, when Christ's institution is not observed as he established it, there is no sacrament. This rule dare not be rejected in any way, but it can and should be followed and preserved in the church of God with great benefit. The usus or actio, that is the practice or administration, does not primarily, does not refer primarily to faith or to the oral partaking, but to the ex entire external visible administration of the supper as Christ established uh, the administration of the supper. The consecration or words of institution, the distribution and reception or oral partaking of the consecrated bread and wine, Christ's body and blood. Apart from this practice, it is not to be regarded as a sacrament. So, um, uh, yeah, okay. So, so it so it's only the sacrament when the word is spoken over it, and obviously there's an assembly, and it's given and received orally, right? It's given and then received orally, like it's taken in, right? Right. And then outside of that, there isn't a sacrament. And, and um, and and in that paper we read, it's interesting because there is like some some leeway for that, right? Because like like the Luther in that paper was talking about how how the bread like just shouldn't be mixed with any other kind of bread. That 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 bread was set apart for the sacrament and should stay set apart from the sacrament. It's it doesn't go back to just being bread, um, and and there's still something special about that, right? Right, and, and it was to be consumed, right? Because right. it wasn't just like it wasn't bread anymore. Uh, but he does, he does, I mean, it, it is used for the purpose of communion, but, but he also wanted to get, we, to get over the, the things like having, um, Oh, what do you call it? Uh, like a tabernacle where you, uh, where you right, keep where, where you reserve the sacrament. Yeah, yeah. Right. It had to be for the use of. So while you were doing it, that's that's when it was being. Well, while it was being used for the action, it was intended. Right. Um, do you consume it all? They do. In, they they do in the back room after it's done. Oh, really? See. Yeah. Or, or they they pour out they pour it out. Uh, yes, on the ground. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we do the same thing. We 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 pour out the wine. Um, part of my piety during the the Eucharist is is if we have multiple intention chalices, I will drink all of one of them. You know, as my kind of symbol of of consuming it all. Um, but but I just couldn't do it all because because. Rattle, get loaded at the altar, right? Exactly, um, right. Okay, so in the recessional, right. Um, all right, so 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 I mean, we we agree all of this so far, right? Right. I mean, I mean, we're all on the same page with all of this kind of stuff, and and so so. Some of these things with virtual communion are easy to solve. Telling people to have the, the, the correct elements. Right. Right, so wait, wait, let's define, what do we mean by, by kind of virtual cyber communion? 
What, what do we have? What do you have in your head for that? What, what I that have is, is like we're doing right now through Zoom or some sort of live feed. Uh, I get pretty uncomfortable with if it's pre-recorded. I don't know why that just doesn't feel like a gathering. Because uh, because I think we actually have to define what gathering is first, right? Uh, well, is, well, is, is what we're doing a gathering? Like like you and I right now. Like what you and I are doing right now. Is this, is this as good as live? Because if it is, yeah. then I think we can do, then I think we should be able to answer that question and say, it is a gathering of God's people. And if, if that is a gathering, then why can't we do communion? And I think, right, there, right. And I think there are ways to solve the other problems. But if this is not a gathering, or if this is sort of a gathering, I'm concerned, I, I, I think we need to add, we need to say, well, am I proclaiming the word then? Am I proclaiming the word of, is the word of God actually being proclaimed if there's no, if this isn't a real gathering? I, I think that's just too much, there's too many questions to have in the middle to say this is kind of a gathering. Right, uh, right, so, so, so I, I don't think that a virtual gathering is equal to an in-person gathering. And, and, and the reason that I don't think that is, um, is because, first off, people are gonna say, well, this is very meaningful. I have very meaningful online relationships and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, I agree with that. Well, you can have very meaningful relationships through technology. You can have very meaningful um, 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 getting together gatherings, virtual gatherings of people. But we want to get together in person. And I think we're all experiencing that right now. While while we have all of these Zoom meetings and we're getting together, there, there, is, there is nothing that actually replaces being together in person. And everything else is, is substandard to the actual of gathering in person. And so that's why I think we have to, we, we have to, to, to now differentiate virtual gathering from in-person gathering. So I think this goes back to one of my frustrations about uh, uh, the letter that we received and or the, that, that we got. Um, and that is in explaining what, um, what we should, you know, what we should be meditating on. Um, Let me think about how I want to say this. Did you lose that thought? <laughs> I did. I lost the thought. But 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 uh, oh, the the, the um, what frustrated me is that we were asked to like to think about a tradition to to look back into a tradition of not receiving communion for a while, right? right. But we also have another tradition in the church, and that is things change when there's emergencies, right? Right. And so I think that, I agree with you. I think in-person gathering is the way to go. 
And I think we should go back to that when this is all over. But right now, I think we're in an emergency situation. So why not be asked to mine that tradition, the tradition of, and to reflect on the tradition of what to do in emergencies? Because we are in a situation where we have not been in before and we have new technology. So why not consider this an emergency situation? Well, well, there is no doubt this this is an emergency. I mean, I mean, I think I think we gotta we gotta. Um, this is an emergency situation, and and you know, and it's gonna go on until until at least for us May fourth, right? So that's okay. another four weeks. We're looking at two months now, right? So there is an emergency, no doubt about that. And there are certain provisions, at least with our other sacraments that can be done in emergency situations. I don't know of any for communion though. So like, like for baptism, any Christian can baptize somebody in an emergency. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I mean, and that happens uh, in hospitals and, you know, people who are chaplains who are not necessarily called in ordained ministers, but um, and in fact, there there's an there's an, a tradition too, where even non Christians who are acting faithfully can can baptize somebody as well. But isn't there a tradition of lay presidency? Isn't there a tradition of of the non ordained being able to preside over communion? Uh, and I think there is, there is a tradition of that, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but I don't know. I don't know much about that one. I, I don't either. But but why not reflect? Why not talk about that? Oh right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like we're we're being asked to to think about an an older tradition where we didn't receive communion, and I think that's because it just makes the powers that easier comfortable. It's easier to say don't do it than have to really reflect on other traditions where we could possibly do this. You know, when I was an intern um, down in San Diego, we did this really interesting thing. It was, we had a great conference, right? And um, they did worship every week uh, on a Wednesday. We always met for we, some sort of Bible study. Um, and then we did, we did worship and, it, and it, uh, it went between each pastors. Well, when it was my turn being the intern, I couldn't preside right? But what we decided to do was everybody else was pastors there. So I stood at the table and we all said the words of institution together. Right. right. You know, uh, so why not, if we're doing it virtually, why not all say the words of institution together? Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, that might be jumping the gun. Maybe we should be talking about that at another point. But yeah, yeah. So, so gathering, so gathering is what we're talking about. Right. And it, so, so for me, virtual will always be substandard to, to getting together in person. And so I'm not sure that the communion, and this is going to sound terrible, but, 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 but I'm not sure it's, it's valid with, you know, with what the formula says, um, if, it's in that virtual community rather than in the physical presence. I'm not sure that criteria is met for community. Go. And, and, 
and I guess my question to that is, if you really think that, then why gather at all? Like, like if it's not a real gathering, then well, why see, do it at No, all? no, no, no. It's a real gathering, but it is substandard to the gathering of physical in person. And, and we, we experience this in our own lives. I'm, I'm, I'm using this based off of our experience, right? Like, like we, you and I talk virtually almost every day, right? Yeah. Right, but we, we recognize that, that while that's great, I mean, we still get together, you know, physically. And, and, and I guess I, I'm, I'm with you about the gathering of the assembly is, is necessary, but we're in an emergency. This is now an emergency. And, this, yeah. and so things are gonna be done differently now um, in order to, you know, in order to have communion, we'll do it differently now. I'm not saying this is the way we should do it from now on. I'm saying right. this is, this is where we're at right now, and it's possible to do it uh, if, if we're live. But I think there's certain things that we should do to make sure that it's like the criteria is set, right? Like, like what? Go ahead. That it's done live, that it's not well, done. Yeah, through, yeah. That it's not done through a recording. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with, um, I'm not comfortable with uh, like drive by communion that people are doing. Uh, because I think that negates some of the communal aspects of communion. Um, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with uh, uh, the, the pickup communion where people just leave out communion and other people go pick it up, you know, or mailing it or, uh, you know, that I, and, and I don't have good reasons why I'm not, it just doesn't feel like that we're using it for the intent that that was the intent. Well, let me let me help with that because because I don't like those things either because I think that they break the 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 um, like uh, with the the uh, pickup communion right where they come by and you know to your car and put it right there. I mean, I feel like that's that's pretty much like private communion. You know what I mean? With just you and that family and you're doing private communion. Right. And I'm not, and I'm against that because I think it's for communal, right? Um, um, so I, I'm not sure the pickup communion, I don't think, um, or, or where you just go and get it, you know, and somebody kind of leaves it there. I mean, I've experienced that in the evangelical church. And for me, there's no distribution. And so, so because there's no distribution, you know, where somebody says, this is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ. This isn't just bread and wine left out on a table. This is what this is. Because I think that's an important element. Then, then just going and getting it, you miss the words of institution. You miss the gathered assembly. You, you, you miss the distribution. You know, you know so somebody, all, 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 you're end, all you end up with is just the reception. Right. I, I, and and it, Let's go back to the gathering real quick, because I just read okay. an article that somebody posted, and they talked about how the youth gathering, at the youth gathering, you had the main place and then the separate place where, and people heard the words of institution over the loudspeaker, um, and uh, they all received communion there. You know, so, nobody, so, but, so my so question for that was done over at another assembly down the way. 
So, so was the was the bread and wine? I mean, because because was the bread and wine kind of all together and then distributed to all parts, or or it was already all distributed and 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 then given out? Right. Yeah. It was not gathered from a single location, and if you I mean if you remember the youth gathering. Um, when we do communion, even at the youth gathering, I don't even think it's it's done at a central table and then distributed. I think people are there and holding the elements in the row while the presider is presiding. Yeah, and then, it, it, and then one more thing is that if uh, this is what I, I don't even I don't even remember who wrote this article, um, but they said think about cry rooms. If you're hearing the words in a cry room next door or under your basement, and then you go up to receive communion, is that okay too? Yeah, so I, think, like, I think that's okay. Um, I, and I'm okay with the cry rooms. I'm okay with even um, with people being in different location and, and, and porting in. But I think that always the bread and wine should come from the same table. So I'm not sure I, I agree with that. I think that the bread and wine should be in the assembly. Right, and, right. And, and so I think it's possible to do this over community. Have, uh, and, and for instance, like we have the offering before communion, right? Right. Uh, so as we offer our gifts, we receive the, after we receive the gifts of Jesus, right? So... So why not, during our offering time, set up bread and wine in front of our computers? Everybody do it, right? Why not have the pastor or whoever is the person who's authorized to do communion or oversee the good order of it preside, right? Because we are all in a virtual community space together right. and then say, Okay, for the people who are with other people, give each other communion. Serve, so that meets that requirement. But if, but if somebody's alone, for the pastor to go, this is the body of Christ given for you, and let the person receive it. This is the blood of Christ uh, shed for you, and let the person receive it. I understand that it's not actually handing it to somebody and somebody receiving it, but I think during this time of emergency, which is a special case, it's totally possible to do. And I think it would, is, it would be within the bounds of our, um, of this, that we, of what we've been talking about, what, and what makes communion. Um, I, I, and I think it would be able to say, this is in special circumstances. This is not the normal thing. Because right. I think it, it meets the, el the requirements Gather but, a set uh -huh. words of institution uh, with the correct elements and then the reception of those things. I think it's yeah. possible to do that. Yeah, and see, I don't think it meets those any of those requirements, you, you know, because I, I don't think that it's gathered assembly. I don't think you can do a, a distribution uh, and 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 you can receive. And so I think that's where it is. And, 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 I, and I have a concern, and, and you don't share this concern, um, um, 
that not now, but 50 years, 100 years from now, we're going to be mailing people communion or they're going to say, we can do this every week virtually. Um, and, and it starts with the precedence that we're setting up now. That that it will that 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 because because it's done in an emergency now, then then slowly over time that emergency criteria is going to be going to be lowered, and people are going to say, "Well, we we we've done it before; we can do it again." And 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 my and my historical precedence for that is baptism in that we all agree that, that there are emergency circumstances for baptism, but there is a wing of Christianity that, that, that says, ah, you know, it's no big deal. Do it in the bathtub, do it in the backyard of somebody's pool. Do it, you know what I mean? Like do a private one, all that kind of stuff that splits off at some point because of that emergency notion. And I think in the future, you're going to see a splitting off if we say that this can be the norm during emergencies. And, and I, I, I mean, one, I think the slippery slope fallacy is a logical fallacy for a reason. And, and but, I think histor it's historical precedent though. But, but I don't, I think your historical precedent is wrong too, because it wasn't, it wasn't, people didn't think that because, that because baptisms were done in emergencies, they thought that anybody could baptize because of uh it wasn't it wasn't because of emergency circumstances it was because uh uh their theology was different about baptism it did not stem from emergencies it stemmed I, I, from different theology see i think and i think that 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 the practice changed the theology over time i i just don't i just i just don't think I just don't think that's a. You, that's, you don't have that concern, and I don't. I do. I, you, I, you know what I mean? I think I I think that that we could go back to not doing it, and that would be fine. And for most people, they would understand. Sure, there. Sure, there could be a couple, but there are probably a couple right now. Uh, right. Well, they're guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's a couple I mean, right now. There's evangelical churches. That do the little cups with the little bread thing, and uh, we, we've both been to those churches, you know. Like you yeah, know, right. uh, but nobody's saying that should be the thing that we do, you know, uh, for 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 the rest of, of from now on. I, I'm sorry, right. I think it's just in emergency circumstances, and right. I and I find us there now. And the reason I think this, and and this is because a friend changed my mind, is like. It's not just going back to normal. It's, it's this communion is Jesus, and people desire, need, are starving for the physicalness of Jesus. Right, you know? and and, 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 I, I, and I would say and to that is, that the and and I don't think that people like, and I don't think that saying, uh the word is uh is should be enough for people because we have word and sacrament for a reason because right, jesus right. promised that there are physical ways that we could receive him 
in order for the comfort of our souls. And we I think, agree on that. We, we absolutely agree on that. And I think that is a, a, an important thing for people during this crisis. And so right. that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm on board for this. Um, and and, and I, while I think this is a crisis and an emergency, I, I, I just, I need more time with it. I, I need a longer time for me to get to where you are because, and I don't, in, in this, this rushing that people are dying, that doesn't really hold much water with me. And the reason it doesn't hold much water is because people are always dying. People are always not able to get to communion. People, I mean, th that's happening all the time. That has always been a thing. And so, so I don't think that right now with this, there's a, a, a specific rush to do it. I, exactly think, see, I, I would say, I would say if this continues on long, way longer than it, than it seems like it's going to be planned for, I might be willing to concede that, that we're in an like we're in an enough emergency to change our practice, but I just don't think we're there yet. And I don't think we're going to be in this long enough for, for it to be worth changing the practice. Yeah, and I, I, that's, yeah, I, I don't know that, that, that I agree with that. I, I do think, though, and, and let me just... Hey, and I'll give, I'll give you the last word. I'll give you the last word, because we're, well, we're going on, on an hour right now, so, oh, so you can have the last word. Well, I do, th I do think one thing that we, that, that we have to seriously consider if that we're going to do this, and this, is, this might be just making a slight case for your uh, side, is the incarnational element of communion, that, that, that we are embodied in each other. The body of Christ is embodied in, in the community. And that, that is an important element that we miss doing virtually. Um, and the only thing I would say to that is, again, this is special circumstances, so. All right, Josh, we have been going an hour. I'm sure people are done uh, uh, hearing us kind of to, to get uh, uh, snippety with each other around theology. Uh, I'm uh, sure they stopped listening at like minutes. <laughs> nobody <laughs> is listening right now, nobody guaranteed, listening. right? In fact, no, let's put it out there. If you're listening to this, leave a comment, all right? Leave a comment and say, I heard the whole thing, all right? <laughs> All right. Good to talk to you, brother. I'm glad we were able to do this. Yeah. Peace. Thanks, man.